It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the more. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, a licensed nutritionist and a certified nutrition specialist. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. So this morning, I want to ask you a few personal questions. Now, you don't have to call in with your answers, but just kind of keep track in your head. So here's the first question. Do you find yourself feeling down, more moody than usual, or are you drowsy and irritable much of the time? Or do you feel tired all the time? Or are you having trouble concentrating? Or you have no libido and you're not happy with your weight that you've gained around the middle. So if you're answered yes to some of these questions, I encourage you to stay tuned because Anna and I have six proven ways to improve your mood. It's, it is not necessary to feel down and out. It really is not necessary. We actually have solutions for you today. So joining me today as our co-host is Anna Derhock, who is also a licensed nutritionist. She's a mother of three young, active, I say active, (laughs) children, and in her spare time, educates clients in our Maple Grove office. Actually, Anna, if someone needs a mood lift, they should just go to one of your classes because your laughter and personality is truly a mood lifter. Uh, You know, what I like is you have fun in your classes, but you also teach life-changing nutrition education. That's amazing. (laughs) You know, another thing is no one goes to sleep in your class and they're not checking their phone for their emails (laughs) or looking on Facebook or doing all those things that some people do with their phones. So, Anna, as a specialist on the biochemistry of moods, what is your first recommendation for someone that's got low moods? Well, I usually would have to say your vitamin D level. And that would, and you, you don't know your vitamin D level unless you get it checked. That's right. And it's a simple blood test. Exactly. So, but what, why I say that is because research reported in the New England Journal of Medicine and also by the Vitamin D Council linked low levels of vitamin D to depression. Yes. So we know that low vitamin D can lead to depression. And in fact, the lower the vitamin D levels, the greater chance of depression. So not only has low levels of vitamin D been linked to depression, but it's also been linked to obesity, diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune diseases, osteoporosis, cancer. And I probably could go on and on and on (laughs) and on. We totally could, yeah. And in fact, I just had a client who had her vitamin D level tested um, after she had her first consult with me. And she lives in Tennessee, mind you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Where so, it's a little bit Where it's sunny. a little bit sunnier. Yep. yep. And they have warmer temps. Yep. And she, um, her level was seven. Seven. Which is almost uncalculable yes. so, in the blood. And so, and she also has hypothyroid problems. Okay. So for, for a few years. So I, I told her, you know, you need to be at least on 5,000 and you should get checked in three months. And actually um, I put her more at like 10,000 for a, a few months because that's really low. So. so she's got thyroid problems. Yep. She must have more problems than that. Yes, she okay. does. Yep. <laughs> she's got 
high cholesterol. And she must have lower moods. Yes. Okay. Yep. yep. So, and she and she wants to lose weight, but that's those are the big issues. And she's yes. in an area where there it actually gets more sun. Yes. Yep. So, and at least a quarter of the population is deficient in the vitamin D that we're talking about. But in the northern states, that rate is way higher. So, as we, you know, as we move into fall and winter, we encourage clients to have their vitamin D levels checked because it can plummet quite quickly exactly. without that sun. So, um, and so, and and then start taking a vitamin D three supplement. Usually, most people need at least two thousand in the winter, but more like four to five thousand, depending on your levels. Most most people do. Yep. Yes. So just just to maintain that adequate daily, you know, value, we don't want it to plummet. Yeah. Right. So. You know, Anna, like just last Monday, a client said before she started taking vitamin D. And before, you know, we moved into the fall season, she really wanted to sleep a lot. She was irritable. She craved processed carbs and sugar. She had a difficult time at work focusing. And simply by supplementing with vitamin D, mm-hmm. her life is so much easier now. <laughs> Isn't that I mean, amazing? It's like just something simple. Yeah. She could deal with stress easier. And yeah. And anyone, like your client, anyone whose vitamin D level is seven, yeah, you know that they have to be feeling pretty terrible. Yep. And she wasn't sleeping either. I forgot to mention that. She wasn't sleeping well. Right. So it t- affects everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we have to remember also about vitamin D. Um, it, you know, this if you have a deficiency, it's not going to reverse itself within a month. Exactly. So not for most people, it doesn't. Yeah, for most people, it doesn't. So sometimes you're looking at months before you can get your vitamin D high enough so that you're feeling better. So don't give up on it if you don't feel amazing the next day. Exactly. It's really important. So um, just keep at it. And we also recommend taking vitamin D year round. Like in the summer, I probably take a thousand, I one to two thousand I use. And I take two because I'm not outside as much as yeah, you are. I'm outside a lot, but yep, exactly. So, and in the wintertime, I take 5,000. And me too. I started in October. I started taking 5,000 because I know I need it. So it's important. You know, vitamin D is such a simple solution for low moods. Mm-hmm. And this is something I don't think people realize that the darker your skin means that you may need to take more vitamin D supplement because, you know, your skin needs about 20, when you have darker skin, it needs about 25 times more sunshine exposure than light skin people to produce vitamin D. So let's face it, most of us are not out in the sun sunbathing (laughs) on a cold winter day like today. And so the only solution and the best solution, again, is to supplement with adequate levels of vitamin D. Yes. And did you also know that bone pain experienced by a lot of people, especially in nursing homes, um, can be also a cause of vitamin D deficiency? I think that's a one that a yes. lot of people don't know. Yeah. I, and I didn't know that for a long time. Um, but I would have to believe these people also are experiencing a lot of depression, maybe anxiety. Um, and vitamin D is so important for your brain. We talk about it being important for your bones and other things, but it's very, very important for your brain as well. So, and you know what? Um, we can't say enough about vitamin D. That's right. You, you know, know, so, you know, if grandma or great grandma or grandpa or any of those people are in the nursing home now and they've got lots of, you know, they've got lots of bone pain and they've, mm-hmm. you know, they usually are the ones that have their head down, yes. and, you know, it, it's amazing when they start getting enough vitamin, vitamin D how much better they feel. Right. And a lot of the foods they're probably eating in the nursing home don't have high levels of vitamin D. 
That's right. So we definitely need to get it in them in a different way. You know, again, Anna, when I'm working with a client whose body has gotten the blues, and I look at many different factors, and here's one that may surprise our listeners. (laughs) I look at their cholesterol numbers. Mm -hmm. I look to see if their cholesterol numbers are too low. Mm -hmm. This is surprising to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They don't realize that many studies have linked low cholesterol to depression and low moods. And this is actually one of the research articles that we're talking about. But in that article published in Psychology Today, this was June 10th, 2011, Dr. James Greenblatt shares research about how cholesterol is linked to depression, suicide, and violence. So Dr. Greenblatt, he's a child and adult psychiatrist, cited research also from 1993, which found older men with lower cholesterol had a 300% increased risk of depression. And this research, they, they've known this since January 9th of 93. And, you know, I had the pleasure <laughs> of quoting this research to my brother last night on the phone <laughs> when I heard what his cholesterol <laughs> level was. And I could tell from our Thanksgiving dinner, you know, our party on Thanksgiving, that he was not quite himself. Yeah. And he has extremely low cholesterol right now. And I said, this is why... You're just not yourself. Yeah. Yep. He's not acting like himself. He's, yep. So he said, how do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> and this was in the Lancet, like one of the most prestigious, exactly. you know, works out there. So. You know, so there's many other studies showing the link between low cholesterol and low moods, depression, and even suicides. In 2008, you know, this was reported in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry, Researchers found psychiatric patients with low serum cholesterol, that means low blood level cholesterol, they were 200 times more likely to attempt suicide than psychiatric patients with normal cholesterol. So this this study defined low cholesterol as less than 160. Right. And some doctors praise their patients for having really low cholesterol levels. Yes. So, but Dar, we're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to take our first break. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're struggling with aches and pains, let me suggest a wonderful class. It's called Foods to Reduce Aches and Pains. Um, And this is December 2nd. Um, It's a Monday night. This class is going to be taught in Lakeville. And then it's also going to be taught on December 4th in North Oaks. So if you have questions or want to sign up, call 651-699-3438, or you can sign up online too at weightandwellness.com. We'll be right back. It's the time of year when half the people you know are sipping so-called shakes or eating locale meal replacements. Diet gimmicks may get short-term results, but to truly change your health and change your body, you have to change your nutrition. And to do that, you need nutritional weight and wellness. For more than 25 years, their licensed nutritionists, registered dietitians, and nutrition educators have offered classes, consultations, and counseling. Nutritional weight and wellness started in the Twin Cities and is only in Minnesota. It's not a national chain that drops franchises and salespeople into town only to vanish a few years later. Nutritional Weight and Wellness will give you the know-how and motivation to make changes that will make a difference for the rest of your life. Sign up for a class or come in for a one-on-one consultation. Nutritional Weight and Wellness has offices in St. Paul, Wyzetta, North Oaks, and Lakeville and offers classes at many other Twin Cities locations. Call 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. 
Where the treetops glisten and children So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, next Saturday, December 7th, if you're in the Lakeville, Apple Valley, or Burnsville area, stop by our open house at the Green Lotus Yoga Center. Open house hours are from 9 to 3, and we're offering 10% discount on supplements. You know, we'll be sampling our protein shake, and we'll be available to answer your questions. In addition, we'll have three question-answer sessions planned from 12 to 2.30. Our classroom space is somewhat limited. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to reserve a spot for the question-answer session, please call Shirley or Ellen at our Lakeville office. Cape Crosby will be answering questions about stress and anxiety from 12 to 12.30. And from 1 to 1.30, she'll be answering questions about eating gluten-free. And I will be answering your menopause questions from 2 to 2.30. You know, we look forward to meeting you. If you have questions about sleep, Romaine is available from 9 to 3 to help you find a solution. So... If you want to be involved, call 651-699-3438 and just hit the line number six for the Lakeville office. And we can sign you up for one of the classes or it's actually a question and answer session. Yeah. Or we'll love to meet everybody yes. in that area. So we have a, a caller. Yeah. We're, All right. Let's take a caller. Good morning, Sandy. Did you have a question for us? about you know too low of cholesterol but what about a too low triglycerides my daughter's a runner and really watches her diet um eats healthy fat doesn't believe in butter though or cream i've tried talking her into that but you know believes in the olive oil and stuff like that but anyway she had her uh, cholesterol lipid panel done and her triglycerides were under 45 i think that's That's great great, (laughs) actually that tells triglycerides relate to how much sugar and processed carbs you're eating Mm -hmm. so she's eating really very good yep i mean we recommend under 75 but yep okay yeah but total cholesterol was 164 and her hdl was 93 perfect she's an athlete yeah that's that's totally realistic for an athlete that's totally fine oh okay yep great good question yeah that's a great question thank you Mm -hmm. bye 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 -bye. we have do you want to take one more Oh, okay sure okay Good morning, Roxanne. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Yeah, thank you. Um, I have a question on the vitamin D. Is yes. um, is there should you have it checked first, or can you go ahead and supplement with the vitamin D? And are there any side effects that would be if you were taking too much? Um, you you don't have to have it checked, but we would recommend it because you don't you might not be getting enough. That's usually the case. Yes. Um, if you do get too much. There is side effects, but in Minnesota, it's really hard to get too much. Yes, it is very hard to get yeah. too much. I, I've only seen one person in the 80s in my lifetime as a counselor. But, you know, I think that so. one of the things is, you know, always, if you can get a, if you can get your doctor to order a blood test, it's always safer to do it that way. Yep. So. Okay. Thank, thank sure. you very much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you Thanks for the call. Hand. Okay. So, yes, it's always better to have, get tested for your vitamin D level. But yep. we do know that it's, doctors are a little reluctant, some at least are reluctant to order those tests. 
Yeah. So, but anyone's safe at taking a thousand. Yeah. And oh. most people are safe at taking two thousand. Oh yes, definitely. So, yeah. So we were talking before we went on break about cholesterol, you yes. know, and low cholesterol. Mm-hmm. And so that study we were talking about with the psychi- psychiatric patients with normal cholesterol. This so this study defined low cholesterol as less than one sixty. So yes, as nutritionists, when clients come in for a consultation with low moods. We do look at their cholesterol levels, and if they one haven't, of the got, things, yeah, yes. and if they haven't got a lipid panel, we do ask them to get that done so we can see if that's affecting their moods. Um, and I become concerned if cholesterol numbers are below one seventy, um, and very, very concerned if cholesterol levels drop below one sixty, um, because you do you start to see the brain affected by these levels, right? So, and I think like the lady that called in, you know, mm-hmm. her daughter's was one sixty four. She's a runner. It makes sense that that's... That that's, yeah. But her HDL was very excellent. Very high. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, and the brain depends on cholesterol for memory and for good moods. Yes. Yeah. You know, so depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide. I mean, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Again, depression occurs at much higher rate in people who have low cholesterol. And studies have found that people who start taking cholesterol-lowering medicine can become depressed. So here's some interesting cholesterol information that most people are not aware of, but I think it's really important for people to know. Yes. So the brain needs cholesterol to think. That's amazing. I know. (laughs) So again, cholesterol is a critical brain nutrient. It's a nutrient for the brain. Yes. And it is also a building block for our cell membrane. Yes. And it is a powerful antioxidant. You know, we think vitam, vitamin C is an antioxidant. Mm-hmm. and But cholesterol is an antioxidant that protects you from what they call free radical damage. Radical damage yep. So it supports your cells from getting damaged. Yes. And, and, and also from Alzheimer's because that's an inflammatory condition. Exactly. So, and it supports normal function of vitamin D because it's a fat-soluble vitamin. And it is essential building block for sex hormones. Testosterone, hmm. Hmm. progesterone and estrogen. And, you know, men and women both need testosterone for a healthy libido. Yep, exactly. So Very if you're, important. You know, it's kind of like there's so many connections when you really start to think about all this. Yep, and that's why babies should be given whole milk because they need that extra cholesterol in their brain for function. Exactly. So... And bottom line, when cholesterol is low, the brain, it just doesn't function as well. It doesn't work as well. And if you have depression or low moods, it's it's probably time to look at your cholesterol as the cause. You know, just get a, if you haven't done one for a couple of years, get a lipid panel done sure. and see where exactly. it's at. Mm-hmm. So, and, and if, and if you want us to analyze it, come on in for a nutrition consultation and we'd be happy to do that for you and see, you know, just to determine if, um, you know, your cholesterol numbers, um, you know, are putting you at risk for depression or even heart disease. Right. So, so you know, we, we I mean, we can sit down and really look at your cholesterol numbers and give you some information some that a lot of times you don't, I, you just don't get because sometimes they just send you the results. And you right. And they don't talk about them. Yeah. Yep. You know, we, you know, you know, many uh, friends or family members are on antidepressant medications. I mean, I think we've all just gotten together <laughs> at Thanksgiving, and yep. sometimes uh, that information pops up. Well, eleven mm-hmm. percent of Americans over the age of twelve take antidepressants. Mm-hmm. 
But this is a more interesting fact. Did you know that almost a fourth of all women in their 40s and 50s are on antidepressants? You think about 40s and 50s. The women in 40s and 50s are 25% of those people are on antidepressants. So you have to ask the question, are we Prozac deficient or are we Zoloft deficient? So what could be causing all these blue moods? (laughs) Well, here is another surprising search fact. Okay, so 52% of gluten sensitive individuals have blue moods. Yes. And we know, Dar, as nutritionists, that we see a lot of brain issues with gluten involved. Exactly. So this does make sense to us. But you have to ask, you know, could that hamburger bun or the bowl of cereal or the low-fat pretzels or maybe a cereal bar like uh, like a Nutrigrain bar maybe yes. causing your depression? And, you know, I mean, you, that that's a good question to ask yourself if you're eating those things. Mm-hmm. Maybe the food you're eating is actually contributing to the depression. So many people eat a bowl of cereal and a piece of toast for breakfast, thinking this is healthy, it has some fiber, but for at least 30% of us, it could be causing low moods, the the fatigue you feel all day, and, and even poor concentration. So that is kind of an interesting thing, that 30%, well, we know that about 30% of people now have a gluten sensitivity. Yes. So if they eat this stuff, they mm-hmm. can have low moods, fatigue, and, and, and lack focus. Yep. Yep, and we know in AD, in, in in people with ADD, that's definitely an issue. Yes. Yep. I mean, that's a clue. That's a clue, least. yes. Right. So, um, but Dar, we have to take our second break. Oh, okay. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you've been thinking about taking the weight and wellness cooking class at Mississippi Market, I'm so excited for this. Um, it's on Tuesday, December 3rd. We only have a couple more spots left. Mm-hmm. So please, if you're interested, please call now or soon. Um, and you can call Mississippi, Mississippi Market at 651-690-0507 to sign up. And we know that you're going to have an awesome time with Romaine and Kristen. They're going to make it fun. They're going to make it educational. And you'll no doubt learn awesome information. So And learn how to cook real food. Yep. So questions for us, call 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. People often ask us, Does the Nutrition for Weight Loss program really work? As you know, we don't believe in starvation, low-fat, box foods, calorie restriction. So does it really work? (laughs) So let me read you the results from a class member who took the class series this summer. This is what he said. I lost 28.2 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) and found this to be just a fantastic class and program. The teachers made it fun, and I learned new eating habits that are easy to follow, which makes me successful for the rest of my life. That's amazing. That's, yes. So December classes, not everyone gets those results, do they? No, sometimes you have to, you know, it doesn't sink in, or you just, you know, habits try to take over, so. Or you just have to get your body ready. you have to heal it. Yes. Yes. So December classes, and people say, you starting a series of classes in December? Yes, we, yes are. we are. Because a lot of people need that support of classes. Mm-hmm. So December classes start Tuesday, December 10th in Wayzata and in St. Paul. And in North Oaks, a new series starts on December 12th, which is mm-hmm. a Thursday. Yes. You know, and we also know that people who eat healthy during the holidays enjoy the holidays much more. Yes. 
Remember, sugar and alcohol are depressants. Don't think people realize that. Right. They think they get a buzz from them, but it's short-lived. It's very short. But protein, vegetables, and good fats are mood boosters. Yes. And they, it's so true. It's so true. Yep. I see, you know, every, everyone at, at work, they eat this way, and they're always in good moods. Yep. Really. Almost always. And we do a lot of stuff. Yep. In a lot of places... <laughs> It would say it would be too stressful, but it really isn't because people are eating right. Yep. And we can handle we can handle a little bit more stress. Exactly. So, okay. So, so Dar, we were talking about gluten and the kind of how it affects moods and even fatigue and that, that poor concentration sometimes people feel. So, again, and I know we've said this many times, but gluten is found in wheat, rye, mm-hmm. barley, oats. Mm-hmm. and But more important, it's found in bread, and yes. cookies, and cakes, and pies. And stuffing, (laughs) you know, all those Thanksgiving treats. So stop and think just for a moment. How did you feel yesterday, Friday, after Thanksgiving? You know, I bet those who followed a gluten-free diet, was that you, Anna? Yes. Yep. You know, you felt great. Mm -hmm. But many of you who ate the rolls, the pie, and the stuffing felt tired, irritable, and actually, you started craving more carbs, and you were hungry all day long. Yep. I think a lot of people went through that yesterday. Yeah, I think so. It's common. So giving up gluten might be the answer to your low moods. And I always say, give this a four- to six-week chance. Mm-hmm. Don't just say after a week, oh, I don't really feel any different, because right. it takes a long time to get it out of the body. So, And, and if, you, if you need help doing this, we have a great online class called Going Gluten-Free the Healthy Way. And you just go to weightandwellness.com and you click on online class. And the class is a little over an hour and the fee for the class is only $25. So it's a great value. You're going to learn great information and how to understand going gluten-free in a healthy way. And Cassie and, and you know, people have heard Cassie on the air a lot. And they know that she has kids that are gluten sensitive and she is also. And then Mary Hauge, who is one of our teachers, she's been on. Dishing Up Nutrition, and she's also gluten-sensitive. Great teachers with great ideas. Yes. Um, so, so Dar, you know, we have a, we okay. have a question. Do, should we sure. take the question? Sure. Okay. Good morning, Sharon. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Um, yes, morning. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's um, important to take vitamin D with food, without food, at night, in the morning, um, is that an issue for taking vitamin D? Well, I always think it's because it's a fat-soluble vitamin, I always recommend taking it with a meal. Yep. So, But it doesn't matter whether you take it in the morning or take it at night. You know, take it with dinner or take it with breakfast. Either one is fine. Is that yep. kind of what you say, Anna? That's what I say. Always take it with fat. Yep. Yep. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yep. That's a great question, though. Yeah. Good. All right. Thanks, Thank Sharon. You. Thank you. Yep. All right. So, okay. So um, we were talking about... We were, just we were talking of, about the online class and Cassie and Mary. Okay. Um, and how great, I, how many great ideas they have. So again, if you have low moods mm-hmm. or more serious depression or, you know, even like you mentioned, ADD or something like that, mm-hmm. I encourage you to go gluten-free and see how you feel. Yes. You know, food is a powerful force. It is. It can either make you feel down and out or it can make you feel positive and productive. And we always want you to feel positive and productive. Exactly. Right? Because you affect everybody around you. Exactly. So we want it to be positive. 
Um, and my mood is usually very good. It usually is very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have over the years practiced many habits to keep my keep me naturally happy. Um, but I have developed the habit of exercising from years ago, and I keep my kids very active daily. So they develop that habit of exercise. And, and I think, Anna, that is a wonderful, interesting point. <laughs> because as a parent, mm-hmm. you are a great role model for your kids. Right. You keep right. them active. I mean, you're not letting them, I would guess, <laughs> they're not letting them sit with electronics all day. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're keeping them active so that when they're your age, They'll be happy with good moods. That's right. And actually, this is just a prime example. We got done with dinner last night and I'm like, I just need to get out. And it was it was dark. You know, it was uh-huh. six o'clock. And I was like, Isabel, you want to go for a walk with mommy? And Luke's like, I want to go. <laughs> so we got all the family out and we bundled up and Luke was bundled in the stroller. And we we took a, we took like a good two and a half mile walk. And wow. Isabel was on her scooter and she was having a grand old time. So, yeah. And Genevieve was... She's kind of moping. She's not as big of an adventurer, but I'm like, nope, you get to come with. So, okay. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. So, but we're, so we're talking about keeping ourselves active and, but really you guys exercise is so powerful for your moods. And I always tell my clients that Dr. Amen, as many of you've probably heard us talk about on, on our show, but Dr. Amen in his book, Making a Good Brain Great says, research has found daily exercise is more effective I'll say it again, more effective in lifting low moods than an antidepressant. And I'm I'm a huge runner. I love to run. But even just a simple 30-minute walk is just as effective as getting out there and and um, running. So, you know, and I look at it very simply as exercise supports my moods and my metabolism, while, you know, an antidepressant medication, it, it costs money and Usually, a lot of times, they can slow down your metabolism. Usually, that's what happens. Usually, yep. yep. So the choice, it's simple for me. I, you know, I don't want to have to go on a medication. I want to feel good about what I'm doing for myself. And I know it supports my moods. So, so Anna, should we take a caller? Yes. Oh, we have callers. More callers. I love it. <laughs> good morning, Janet. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. Hi there. Hi. I have a question. What is the difference between celiac disease and gluten sensitivity? Anna, you want to answer that one? I can. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so celiac disease is, um, it's more linked to um, a genetic problem where you have um, two genes that um, make your body re- resilient or very, very intolerant to gluten. And so your body actually attacks its own tissue. Whereas okay. um, gluten sensitivity, it's not as severe, but you still can have severe reactions to gluten. Right. And it's more what they call an acquired gluten. An acquired. And it's, you know, sometimes something has happened to your intestinal tract Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. suddenly you become sensitive to it. A lot of times I notice that people become sensitive to gluten after pregnancy. Yep. Okay. Or if they've had, certainly if they've had C. diff or something like that. Something very intense. Yes. Then, which is, you know, a, bacteria of the intestinal tract. Right. So, so it's, you, go ahead. If you get tested at the doctor and they say you don't have celiacs, that doesn't mean that you're in the clear. Right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes. I, th- I think, uh, you know, the true test, because some of the blood tests are not very accurate. Even a biopsy sometimes is not accurate. Mm-hmm. So the best test is to take it out of your diet, 
for like Anna, you said, like six weeks at yep. least. Yes. And see how you feel. If you feel better, okay. then you know you've got a clue. I mean, you know, sometimes we see that people, their energy, their moods, their diarrhea clears up. I mean, all those things. Yes. Yep. And, <laughs> and it, that's and, the best test. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt you to do that. Oh, no. Absolutely In fact, not. You're, you're eating healthier because what you're doing is you're going to be eating more vegetables probably because you're needing those kinds of carbohydrates. Yeah. You're taking okay. out the process and you're adding real. Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, great. Thanks, ladies. Yeah. You're thank welcome. You. Thanks, Janet. Right. Um, we have a couple more. Okay. Good morning, Joanne. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Yes, I have a question about vitamin D. Yes. Okay. I have a well, never mind. Is it const is vitamin D constipating? I have a uh, uh I think natural problem. I think it could be, but I mean when we kind of work with people so that we work and help people with constipation problems all the time. Yeah. You know, it's it's a combination of food Making sure that you're eating the right things, you know, yeah, things that people, fiber. Do, I, uh, yeah, you know, I some take people, about thirty grams of fiber. Yeah, sometimes that's too much, you know, uh-huh. and sometimes like, you know, Anna. One of the things that I've always found with constipation is somebody eats a cup of nuts. Oh yeah, that's too much fiber. That's too much. That could no, definitely. No, this is you. like psyllium. Yeah, and sometimes that is way constipating. Yep. You know, I really? I often mm-hmm. start people on a very little bit because too much fiber is constipating. And, you know, trust me, I know. Yes, especially if you're not drinking enough water with that fiber. That and even, will definitely be a even, cause. Even if you are sometimes. Yep. It's, it's water still, all day. Yeah, yeah but it, lots of times it's too much fiber. No, I know. Do you have a um, uh, around Minnetonka? Do you have a, a, classes or anything? Yes, we do. Yes, in you're the, way at the end of the world for me. Oh, no. We're, we're, <laughs> we're right no, in Lakeville is. That's what I'm we're right, right in Wayzata, actually. Yeah, There's we have front. an office in the... Yep. Yes. And well, I'm there every Wednesday in <laughs> Wayzata, so... Well, that's Wayzata. I'm talking Minnetonka. Well, that's very close. That's the closest <laughs> one to you. <laughs> yes, but I just moved here, so I don't know where the heck I am. Well, call call our number, and, and they they can direct you over there. The 651-641-1071? No, 651 Three four three eight. Three four three eight. Yes. Yes. Oh, thanks so much. No okay. problem. Thanks, yeah. Joanne. <laughs> have a great day. Um, let's see. We have to take a break, um, and we'll get to Dorothy's question in a minute. Okay. But you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and I think this is worth repeating. Dar talked about it before, but sugar, processed carbs, and alcohol are all depressants. Meat, veggies, and our healthy fats are mood boosters. So remember that. For questions, give us a call at 651-641-1071. Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, nutritional guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. 
You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com. So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, so many people believe, and at least they come in and tell us this, they know what to eat. They just they do. don't do it. Yes. So really, for good health, it is not so much in the knowing, but it is in the doing. Mm-hmm. Think of doing your nutrition plan by going 100% all in. <laughs> And watch your moods get better. It's so it's so true, Dar. It is. We can know a lot of things, but if we don't do them, yep. it doesn't work out. But I always say, if you don't do them, you don't really know it. Yep. That's right. Because you know, if you did do it, you'd know how you feel and you would never go back. That's right. That's right. So. Okay. So, oh, we, we lost, okay. We lost Dorothy. Dorothy, if you do want to call us back at 651-699-3438, we'd love to get your question answered. But we do have a caller, Mary. Good morning, Mary. Hello. Hi. Do you have have a a question? I really like your show. Thank you. (laughs) um, You know, you've been talking about uh, cholesterol, and and, uh, I just had a question about one of your shows a couple weeks ago about macular degeneration. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you think the use of statins for high cholesterol could cause macular degeneration? That's an interesting thought because we know that uh, the whole macular degeneration has really increased the rate of it. Um, I mean, I think it's an interesting thought. Uh, how? Who knows? Uh, you know the 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 fatty the, the fatty acid that you need for your retina is so important is DHA, mm-hmm. which is an omega three fatty acid. So. But you also need these strong antioxidants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and cholesterol is a strong antioxidant. Mm -hmm. You're a very wise woman. Yeah. Well, I had thought that maybe it's it's older people who take the statins, and it's the older people who get the macular degeneration. Yeah. You know, you're that's a very interesting thought. Yeah. I had never put that one together. (laughs) So, thank you for calling. Thank you for calling in and talking about that. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. Thanks for listening. <laughs> great, great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good thought to think about. Yes. So long time before, while we were talking, we were talking about exercise. Yes. And we understand developing the habit of exercise. Sometimes it takes joining a class right. or having three active kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Or getting a friend to go for a walk. Yes. You know, I find when my clients realize they're exercising to support their moods, they're much more willing. Right. Yep. Like you said last night, you felt like you needed to get out and do something. Yep. It it wasn't for your metabolism. No, it wasn't at all. And half the time it's not. So no. So it's exercise is not if if you put it in your head at least. It's yep. not for weight loss. It is to keep blood flowing to your brain so all the cells have sufficient nutrients for good moods. That's, That's right. what's going on. That's what's going on. And we we have to we have to talk about lack of sleep for low moods. Yes, we do. Because it is so important and it shows up. So as a mom of three young kids, I have had many times when I have 
lacked sleep. Right. On a consistent basis. And, you know, I have to be honest, one night without enough sleep, not a huge deal. Yeah. But, that's right. you know, three or four days without enough sleep, I, I, I feel a little more irritable, certainly more spacey. I kind of, like I was telling Dara the other day, I, and I kind of felt like I was walking around like a zombie because mm-hmm. I only got like three or four hours of sleep. And, you know, that day-to-day stress, it really starts to build up. You don't handle it as well. Um, and I know for myself, my cravings um, or just my a ravenous appetite comes back. Right. You know, sometimes I don't even crave sugar. It's just I never feel satisfied. And really, that's all about your blood sugar. And lack of sleep will totally fool around with your blood sugar and it'll be off and it'll go skyrocketing and then crash down. So and that can cause more depression because then you it leads you to eating more things that more can, sugar, it, usually more sugar. Yes, definitely. That will mm-hmm. will that will um, increase that depression rate. So. And if you're having some anxiety, then you head toward the glass of wine. Yes. So it all goes back to sleep. Yes. So, you know, when we're saying lack of sleep, you know, ask yourself, how many hours are you really getting? Yeah. And my brain isn't happy with anything less than seven. Yours might be different, but most people, how, how, many, how much sleep do we need, Dar? Well, we need at least, well, seven to nine. Yes. But most people do better on you know, eight, eight to nine, nine. hours. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, if you don't get enough sleep and you, you we get, we feel more negative, mm-hmm. we get achy and we crave carbs. Mm-hmm. You know, the National Sleep Foundation tells us that people who consistently don't get enough sleep report impaired ability to concentrate. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And they have memory problems. Yeah. And they have difficulty coping with minor Irritations. So if you snap at your kids for something really dumb, that's probably why. <laughs> Lack of sleep. I've right. done it before and then I feel bad. So today, so, so Anna, <laughs> how many hours of sleep did you get last night? <laughs> okay, last night I got 10 and I felt awesome. Yeah, you could tell. The it. night before, I only got like four or five. So I feel awesome today. Um, you can tell it too. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope I, I, I'm doing good today. So today, so many people are only getting five to six hours per night and some people getting less, which I find in clients, it leads to irritability, that lack of focus and a lot of more, a lot more inflammation. You're going to feel more aches and pains. Um, And there is always this constant state of inflammation in the body and they don't feel any joy. Mm -hmm. You know, many of my clients make an appointment just to have me solve their sleep problems because it's affecting everything. Exactly. And so. that's that's a nutritional issue. That it usually. is. Yep. yep. You know, sleep problems can be, they're very, sometimes they're very simple. Sometimes they're very complex. Yep. But we want to give you some simple solutions if you're not sleeping at least seven hours. And again, it's better to sleep eight or nine. Yes. For your brain function. And most people are wired to sleep from 11 at night to seven in the morning. Or maybe from 10 to 6. Mm-hmm. That gives you that nice... Eight, eight hours. Yeah, uh-huh. So before bed, um, often I will eat that bedtime snack. So it'll be an af- half an apple and half an avocado. And why do you do that? Because that fat and the, a little bit of that carbohydrate, it just keeps that blood sugar balanced throughout the whole night. So you don't wake up? Yes. Okay. And I always do this. I take... 300 milligrams of magnesium glycinate at bedtime. Mm-hmm. Me too. I yep. just It's just common. And then um, for those who have a little bit more challenging sleep issues, um, you could take one to two capsules of NeuroCalm. I love NeuroCalm. Mm-hmm. I take one at night 
and I sleep deeper and sounder and better, and I feel great the next day. Yes. And, I mean, and then, Dar, we, we also a lot of times have our clients take um, natural progesterone. Yes. You know, if you're kind of in that perimenopause, menopause time, you know, a little bit of progesterone cream works great at like a fourth of a teaspoon. You rub it on thin-skinned areas of your body, and you sleep much better. Yes. And if you still have sleep problems, you probably do need to set up an appointment with a nutritionist at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We can figure out what's going on, what's causing those sleep problems, um, and just get you on the right track. You know, we also understand, and I think this is so clear, I see it all the time in myself. When you have several nights of really good sleep, the eight to nine hours, your moods are going to be better. Yes. And you're going to be more productive. And you're going to be positive and productive. Yes. So, Anna, thanks for being <laughs> such a great Thanks, Dar. I had right. so much fun. Yes, have a great like week, guys. All is thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.